0: Get a mentor, get a coach, somebody who has already walked the path that you want to walk and do not be afraid to invest in them. So hands down, do that first and foremost. I promise the time it will save you. The heartache, the trouble, the financial burden is going to be way worth it. And you will get about tenfold back as long as you obviously vet them and choose the right person.
1: I'm Janed Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that'll reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit HomestudioMastery.com and how you too can create a home studio studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. Want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today I get to speak with Brendan McCauley, leveraging his master's In business administration, along with a passion for coaching, training, and automation, Brendan has helped coaches and speakers from around the globe bring their message to the masses by leveraging virtual stages. He specializes in automation, organization, and making tech simple. As a Les Brown certified speaker himself, he understands the importance of getting on more stages and monetizing, which is why he has created Turnkey lead generation tools like five-day challenges and master classes, allowing his clients to focus on what they do best and let his team do the rest. Let's learn more and get ready to optimize possibilities with the one and only Brendan Macaulay. Brendan, thank you so much for coming to the podcast.
0: Hey dude, my pleasure, man. Anytime we can serve and you know share a message and change some lives, I'm all for it.
1: Oh my God. I I totally love that because it's the message, right? It's the message. It's the work that we get to put in. It's the grind. It's like all of that combined is is what enables us to get to the next level. And people always wonder, how'd you like, where'd you come out of left field? Right. But they don't know
0: overnight overnight success concept, right? It's like, Oh, this guy blew up. He had it so easy.
1: Exactly. And then what they don't (laughs) realize is that overnight successes take 10 years in the making and uh i see that you're doing some really amazing things you know mass you've got your mba and you've been like coaching and training and automation i love automation it makes our lives so much easier so take us through a journey of you know where you come from how you got started what's inspired you to go down this path
0: yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So I'll, I'll kind of bring us back and then I'll give you the sort of cliff note version as we're going.
1: Nice. So
0: uh, parents divorced when I was young and through that, I ended up turning to binge eating. So I pretty much struggled with weight practically all the way up through high school. And as I started going through this, uh, you know, transforming physically, I really started to master myself mentally. And a lot of what I had pretty much gone through on that journey totally played into how entrepreneurship uh, has really inspired me in terms of today, so a couple of pieces and just to hit some milestones. You've with Weight Watchers,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely. so some Weight
0: Watchers uh, with my mom. And so one of the biggest things that taught me was the power of group, uh, the power of doing this with others, you know, other like-minded individuals. The power of setting goals and expectations and having certain intentions, and most importantly, I think being held accountable on a week-to-week basis, you know, or just some sort of check mark to be able to say, hey, here's where I want to get to. Who's holding me accountable? What does that look like? So that was really, you know, a couple of really good learning curves and, and lessons. And then as I went from there, you ever seen uh, the at-home workout program, P90X?
1: Oh, my God. Yes. I love that guy, Tony Horton.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Tony Horton. So uh, it was really cool. You know, I'm sitting there, you know, on the couch at like 2 a.m. And then you see all these guys with like 18 packs. And it's like, oh, do you want to get ripped? You can do this. And I was like, all right, yeah, you know, let's let's go for it. So took it on, got in a phenomenal shape from it. So from there, you know, it, it, what was really neat. Uh, was that they also had a network marketing aspect to it. So like Hmm. not only could you transform your life, but you also could get paid to help transform the lives of others. So that for me was like my immediate spark. Where it's like, all right, I I witnessed something in my life that was totally transformational Mm -hmm. and I wanted to share others and honestly get paid. So the concept of entrepreneurship, I I got bit by the the whole bug sort of deal. And so since I was maybe like 17, 18, Mm -hmm. I knew in some form or fashion, I wanted to coach others. I wanted to help them on that transformational role. Uh, so through that, you know, I just, I knew over the course of years as I started going through. So I got my undergrad, I got my master's and a few other pieces and I, it never quite left me. Cause I was, I was doing the the nine to five thing. My parents were all in healthcare. Mm-hmm. So I did the healthcare and dude, I'm sitting there, I'm flying chair force one, like I'm doing inventory all day. And I'll be honest, man, that is just so not my personality in like any way, shape or form. I was good at it. Uh-huh. But I, you know, I think like a lot of people that are listening to this, they know that what they're doing maybe kind of pays the bills. Uh, it's in that comfort zone. It's, Hey, I've got my 401k, but how do you really take what you love and turn that into something that is going to fulfill you and light you up at the end of the day? Amen. So I kind of went on this journey and uh, as I was going through, I said, all right, at some point I need to make that jump. I need to take that leap. And I was very fortunate, the woman I was with, who's now my fiance. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember I looked at her one day, I said, babe, I want to cash my 401k and i want to play full-time entrepreneur do you support me and uh, she's like can you pay the bills i said well for three months absolutely <laughs> and the rest of it i believe enough in myself that in some form or fashion it will mm-hmm. it will happen yeah uh, now in the midst of this transition uh, honestly i went out and i got pretty much every certification under the sun that i thought would give me credibility that would give me experience mm-hmm. that would make me uh certified to go and, and you know change lives and whatever and so I started very health and, and fitness just because that's, you know, what I knew. Yeah. And then over time I realized that, you know, it's it's whatever just form of transformation you really choose to focus on. So, dude, I get all of these certifications. And I remember I started all different times. Mm-hmm. And within I kid you not, man, within like a two week time period, they all come in one after the other. And I unbox them. I get so excited. I'm like gonna mm-hmm. look at all these like golden plaques and I put them all over my bed and I'm like, damn. That's so cool. Yeah. What the hell do I do with all these? <laughs> and this strange concept, I'm like, I haven't got any more clients, mm-hmm. you know, other than a couple of congratulations on social media posts. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I have a pretty wall full of plaques. Mm-hmm. And so I, that was my first epiphany. And what I see a lot of people do now, you know, hindsight being 2020, they go out and they get like all these certifications and oh man, I gotta take this program, I gotta do this, I gotta have yeah. this after my name it doesn't mean shit. You know, I, it it does because you learn the concepts and you go through that. Yes. But at the same time, like, you know, how are you taking, it's all about implementation, right? So how are you taking what you learned and how are you making somebody else's life better? So I struggled through this process for quite some time. So I go, I get my master's. I thought I was going to climb through the ranks, blah, blah, blah. And that didn't happen. So I finally, you know, I talked to the girlfriend. She says yes. And I pulled a cord. And I got to tell you, man, that was, that was the the scariest and most fulfilling moment Mm -hmm. uh, I think I've ever, ever experienced. And just for the sake of, of, you know, humble zone and entrepreneurship and everything else, because everyone I knew, you know, knew what was going on. The first thing they do, because I gave about a 90 day window of me to leave. Mm -hmm. So I knew I had some kind of game plan and they also could fulfill my role. When you have people walking by your side, putting their hand on your shoulder and saying, Brendan, what, what's your plan? Like, how, Mm -hmm. how are you going to do this? Like, do do you know what you're going to do and we can still get your old job back. Like you don't have to leave. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's always that concept. Like if you, you gotta be really careful about who you surround yourself with, because if you go and you start making massive moves and you start making massive change, those that are comfortable in the scenario where you're currently at that you don't (laughs) want to be at anymore, they will sit there out of Mm -hmm. love, Yes. out of love, and because they want the best for you but because mm-hmm. they're scared to do it for themselves yeah it's very hard for them to come behind you support you and say dude go chase your dreams kick ass and change lives yeah so needless to say fast forward this was roughly about seven years ago um i had a number of phenomenal different opportunities mm-hmm. i i got paid definitely what i was not worth for big promises that never came to fruition so i learned really quickly do not do that uh-huh. um, and i took a lot of time building other people's dreams from, you know, from a uh, a 1099 solopreneur kind of perspective.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: And the biggest epiphany I had was about three years ago. And when you get to the point where you keep working for people and they turn around and say, hey, we have no cash flow. We can't pay you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Best of luck. And rent is due and you're you're expecting a two-week paycheck and so on and so forth. You start to get a little tired of that. And mm-hmm. so eventually I got to the point I said, all right, I'm going to create my own product, my own program, something I'm really good at. And I'm just going to go, you know, balls to the walls and let's just see what happens because yeah. I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a there's a really good book. It's called From good to, uh, good to Great.
1: Good to Great. Oh, my God. Amazing book.
0: OK, so you've read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'll, I'll just kind of cut to the end of it. And there you know, there's obviously a lot of pieces with it, but I knew three things that whatever I was going to do had to hit these three pieces of criteria. And if it did, then that was going to put me in a a much higher chance to win at the highest level possible. So I kept this in like the back of my mind as I'm trying to craft this and figure out and dude, I will say it does get frustrating when you are trying to figure all this stuff out. Um, Oh yeah. So I knew number one, I had to love what I do. Mm -hmm. Have to love it. Number two, it's got to make financial sense. And number three, I got to be the best at it.
1: The absolute best.
0: Absolute best. So Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, what can I do that will encapsulate all three of these pieces? So then I started going back towards the weight loss journey. And with that, what I realized, okay, I love operations and organization and stuff like that, like all the techy stuff that comes from like a lot of the school and the business stuff I did, Mm -hmm. and then I love the coaching aspect. And then, so I was like, all right, how do I kind of combine these two together and at the same time serve the industry that I know the best? So my, you know, I guess you say like my third epiphany was everyone that's in business always wants more leads. They always want some type of system like, hey, feed me clients so I can, you know, generate more money and have more impact, influence, and income. Yes. So I started looking at what was going on. What what have I done in the past? What's a trending model? And how can I kind of create something that also can scale? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, especially one of the things I learned was a lot of people work themselves into straight back into time for dollars and they don't have some type of foundation. They don't have some kind of base that allows them to build something once impact from a one to many kind of concept and allow it to scale. So I knew I wanted software in there in some, some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. Looking at all these pieces. One thing I realized, especially for Weight Watchers, MP90X, the thing that got people the best results and caused the most hype was some type of event. That could be, you know, a little mini event, it could be a longer event, but the recurring thing was usually like a five-day challenge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so from that perspective, you know, like I know we used to run challenges when I got super into like health and fitness and people got super excited. And I started watching a lot of the other like big name gurus out there, the Tony Robbins, Dean Gracios- uh, Graciosi, the Russell Bronson, you know, guys of that nature. And I saw what was really cool was they were also leveraging that same kind of model and they would run these things. And I'm like these guys that are making probably millions or, you know, Tony Robbins billions per year or Mm -hmm. whatever, if they're all doing the same kind of concept, then doesn't it make sense to, to kind of follow,
1: follow that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Follow the trend. So I went through and I said, okay, can I create like, you know, leveraging the automations and all the tech wizard stuff I love to get into. Can I create some sort of like systematic five-day challenge kind of concept that literally can be like plug and play? because I knew that most coaches and speakers like tech stuff just isn't really their thing. Um, So long story short, we put together a program and we tested it out and it worked really well. And like that just became our signature thing to bring to the market. Mm. So I say all that to say, you know, sometimes it's going to be really ugly when you're trying Uh to put these pieces together and just, I think, you know, kind of calming your mind, surrounding yourself with the right kind of people that will inspire you to keep taking those actions. Cause how many times do we get this freaking close? And it's like, man, if I would have gone just that much further, like I would have had. So that's my, that's my long, short rant,
1: man. (laughs) I love all of it because it shows the folks here listening, right? What it really takes to make a change in your life, right? You've got to take the action. You've got to make the moves. You can't depend on other people to steer your ship. You got to be your own captain hmm captain oh my captain <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because
1: yeah. when when you get in the driver's seat right so there's two ways either you can be the passenger in a taxi and you don't know who the driver is and where are they are going to take you unless you tell them hey I need to go to the airport that's different but when you're the driver of your own destiny you could take it wherever you want and you could take chances Right, and, and that's what you did. And I love, I totally love about that is, you also had somebody that supported you, mm-hmm. your, your you know, soon to be fiance. Congrats on that, but by you- the way. And that that's what's amazing when you have somebody backing you, go do it. You just need one other person that supports you. Did you know that Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. for eight years. They didn't make any money. Amazon did not make any money. He was dependent on his wife supporting him. Wife's income was supporting amazon.com, which is now a multi-billion dollar company. Is its it, is it oh, trillions yeah. yet? I don't know.
0: Uh, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it, it all it takes is you gotta take the action. You gotta figure out what you wanna be good at and what's gonna make you happy. So dude, thank you so much for sharing. And, and good to great by Jim Collins is definitely an amazing book. It's absolutely takes takes work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, and I'll be honest, man, there were there were a number of times, <clears throat> and we all go through it, I think, just in different different forms and fashions. But you have to sit there and you have to make a decision. And mm-hmm. you have to say, Look, you know, at the end of the day, I know, I want to pursue this. Yeah. Do I do that? Or, you know, I'd have a buddy that turned around and said, hey, anytime you want to come and sell cars, like by all means, knock yourself out. Could I have hopped over there? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Could I have, you know, gone in and started slinging cars and working 70 hours a week and probably bringing in 12 to 15K a month? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. But, I you know, I'd probably say first and foremost, out of everything we're talking about, if you don't, again, in my opinion, if you don't have that ideal, like crystal clear vision on where you want to go. Mm-hmm. People without dreams and without vision will always work for others that have it. Yeah. And so it just, it becomes very challenging where if you, you know, what's a, was a Jim Rohn and stuff like that. they always mm-hmm. say, you know, it's like, Hey, plot that course and then just figure out work yourself backwards. So that way you at least know like, what are those milestones? How do I get there? Who do I have to talk to? What do I have yeah. to create versus people that are just like, Oh, well, someday I hope to make, you know, a month. And I hope to do this. And I hope to make millions. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What's your plan and what does that look like? So I knew that I had a plan and a concept and a goal, and eventually Mm -hmm. I would figure that out. But, you know, I think for those that don't have it, if you don't have that drive and that burning desire or like the one thing. and, And so here, and even to that extent, I ended up going to a mastermind. And this is why I always say like, just surround yourself with the right kind of guys. So we had our initial thing, like I started getting down this concept a couple of years ago, we started going through this process and it was cool. You know, I was like, all right, good. I feel like I've actually got like some really solid direction. I can actually be an authority on something. I can confidently present myself in the marketplace mm-hmm. and say, okay, I know that I know this and I can help you do this. But there was one thing I think I was missing and there's a lot of things. This one thing out of all things, I think if people were to focus on it more,
1: Mm-hmm. would
0: help spark that fire and help them move faster. Yeah. What is your moonshot? And I got this from a guy named Jared Yellen, wildly successful, not much older than me, and I'm 34. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he said, what's your moonshot? He's like, what is the one thing that if you throw it out there, it is obnoxiously clear, it sets massive targets, and will grab attention? And I didn't have that. I had a general concept. I probably was playing a bit lower than where I should have been. Yeah. But all of a sudden we went from, you know, it was like, all right, you know, ideally I want to help, I don't know, 5,000, 5, whatever the number was. He's like, dude, you need to add a zero to that. You need to put a time frame on it. I was like, Oh, okay, let me try that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I stood back up, I wrote down my number, I was like, All right, we're gonna help fifty thousand XYZ by 2025.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you, you know, just I think like anything else, man, and you know this, like when you stake a claim in something and you share that with your audience. Yeah you put that out in the world, even to yourself, it's like, holy crap. Like, did I just say that I was actually going to do that? (laughs) And all of a sudden it becomes real.
1: It does, right? Because it
0: becomes real. Now it's that motivation under your ass of, okay, well, every time I don't go on a Facebook live, every time Mm -hmm. I choose not to be in a podcast, every time I choose not to show up or not to put myself out there, because mentally there's things going on in my head. Mm -hmm. How many people are at a disadvantage because I chose not to show up? And I was selfish on more about me. So, you know, that was that was a huge thing for me when I set the bar higher. And you know, Tony Robbins is always saying, like, raise your standards. Yeah. We're actually doing a workshop shop tonight all about like raising your standards. Yeah, I think that it forces you to play at a different level.
1: You're you're absolutely right. Because what's what's beautiful is that, right, you put in the work. I think that's the that's something that is told like it's it's almost like people talk about it so much that you kind of forget that it's the work that it takes you to the to the next level. Mm-hmm. Putting it out to the world is sending a signal to the world and to the masses that, hey, I'm ready to fly. Watch me. Right? Thomas Edison says genius is one percent inspiration and ninety-nine percent perspiration, meaning you gotta put 99% more work in the one idea that you got yeah. on a whim. And when you do that, when you put in all the work in the 1% of the idea that you got, you see massive results. And even if it's, a, even if it's 1% perspiration per day, you know, you're just leveling up every single day. So thank you, man. That was, that was beautiful.
0: Yeah, 100%. So and there, there's probably people that were or are teetering in that same kind of position. Hey, I'm doing this because I got to support, you know, and obviously the older you get, you have more mm-hmm. responsibilities, you have a more. family, you have a car, you got a mortgage. Um, so, you know, if you're younger, certainly it's a lot easier to pursue those passions. Mm-hmm. But as you go through, I mean, the one thing I'll say, especially with the 99 and then that 1%, if you're still and I've had I still have buddies that do it. It's like, you know, they're working in their thing and that's totally cool. Respect that. Do what you need to do. And making that jump. Yeah, it's risky as hell what 85% of businesses go out of business the first year, and then yeah. 85% of that 85, you know, that, that remaining amount go out with like the next five. So yeah. I'm not saying be stupid with your money or like go cash your 401, mm-hmm. but think about from like a brain capacity perspective. So if you're sitting there and, you know, you're you're doing your, your normal thing, you're working, you get your paycheck and you try and come home and whatever energy you have left besides hanging out with the family and the dogs and whatever, yeah. then you're trying to like do your hustle grind thing and, you know, put in those couple hours, You know, I get that it can work, but, you know, think about for two seconds, like if you were to just cut that off and Mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm going to give myself this cushion, whatever it is, you know, I'm going to take a loan. I did my 401 and I'm going to just hammer this out for the next 90 days. As long as I have a game plan and I'm very clear on where I want to go. Yeah. That same amount of energy that you're going to put into building somebody else's something and you're going to get, you know, your small percentage of it. Why not? As long caveat, as long as you have your plan, take that that and put that. Effort and energy into your own thing, you know, go through, test those pieces out, um, and then get it to the point you know where you're you're feeling feeling solid on it. So that was the only way I wanted to do it because I do not want to sit there and give like you know fifty percent here and then give like fifty mm-hmm. percent here, and then you kind of like I uh, almost say like half ass both, but yes. you're not as effective as you could be.
1: You're one hundred percent, and the book, the one thing, talks about the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Focus on one thing that's going to give you massive results. Focus on the 20% that's going to feed you the 100% of the day. And, sorry, there's a twenty eighty rule that I got mixed up with. But yeah, you got to put all of your mind into making that one thing possible because without it, (laughs) it's going to take a long time. Just like it takes nine months for a baby to form in a womb, it's not that... They're taking time off. There's no time off. This continuous growth happening, right. right? There's no pause. That's how you have you see miracles erupt. You gotta put constant energy and constant uh, action into your game plan. And guess what? Not all of us have those plans figured out. That's why we have coaches. We have uh, podcasts like ours, and and coaches all over the place and we got so much inspiration and motivation coming from what's his name Gary Vaynerchuk and and Tony Robbins all these greats and they say one thing just document the journey that you're on make sure that you're really passionate about it and keep moving forward and if you think that you're not going to achieve what you're achieving guess what that's something that you need to come over and get over yourself because Nobody else is just like, just like we think about how we are failing all the time. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is thinking about themselves. Nobody's thinking about you. So if we just think about ourselves and just put it, put it in our cup, fill it, fill it in. We have examples right here. Like you've made an amazing you know, business. You, you're creating so much, you're creating so much transformation for the people that are working with you, for your clients, helping them getting on more stages, monetizing, and, you know, lead gen, these challenges, masterclasses, allowing the clients to focus on what they do the best, as opposed to working on every single thing, right? So if you, if you're good at one thing, just focus on that one thing and bring in team members that can help you finish the the area that you're not expert in. And that's why um, Henry Ford it's like I know 100 people that can dial. It doesn't matter if I know it or not. But I know 100 people who know that can. Mm-hmm. And on with a blink of an eye, you know, they can get it done.
0: Yeah, and I think it, it might have either. And I've seen it on both either. And they said it was like Henry Ford that said it or Confucius. But the concept was that, you know, if you think you can, or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever that mindset is that we take going into yeah. this, yeah. Sometimes, you know, we just need to believe that. And, like, I know I've heard Will Smith say it a couple of times, like, mm-hmm. you need to see it and believe it yourself before yeah. anybody else will. Yes. And so I think, you know, just being so clear on that and saying, like, look, no matter what comes up in any form or fashion, it's just a matter of do I decide to throw in the towel or not.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. Yeah. No, beautiful. Absolutely. And, and I think on top of that, there's so many other things. Things that are going to come at you and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I maybe I should do crypto. Oh, maybe I should do real estate investment. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Guess what? You're you. When you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to other things. So pick what you're really good at. Stick on that one path. Yes, those other things are also working, but you also have to look at who that person is that that's making those other things work and how long have they been doing that one thing? So if you look at it from that perspective, you can be really good where you are, you just gotta keep moving forward to realize those successes come through.
0: Yeah, I, I think being, being weary of squirrel syndrome where all of a sudden you see the one thing and then it's like, oh, look, oh, look. And then before you know it, you've got, you know, you got three different programs. Mm-hmm. Went from self-help to shelf help, and they're all just kind of sitting there, and then yeah. they're like, none of them are making progress. So if you find something, you know, and you probably at some point, or I know I've done this, you sit on a webinar or some type of event, and then the speaker says, Hey guys, you know, we learned a ton here. If you're ready to go to that next level, you know, for just three payments of $49.99, mm-hmm. you can get this XYZ accelerator and it'll blow your mind and it'll transform your business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. If you went in there and I, I tell people this hands down, even if you like my program or product. If you are in the middle of doing something else and it's time sensitive and you've dedicated yourself to it, do not come on and take mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's the same, like, that's the advice I'd give myself when I was younger, because, you know, you see all these things. And especially if you're new to this world and you don't understand how it works and like the way the system runs, you know, there's always going to be someone crafting a new offer with a new concept, Mm -hmm. a new price point, promising A, B, and C at the highest level. Yeah, And that's fine. And a lot of them do work, you know, and a lot of them are kind of fluffy. So, but you know, whichever piece you're going to pick, the one piece I was, I was going to throw out there before. So like when I first started getting into this and I was very into like the health and wellness portion, hmm. one thing that kind of helped me to make that transition really fine, I think just more of myself and who I wanted to be was an influencer I used to watch all the time on YouTube. And the guy had like, you know, a million plus, you know, followers. And uh, anyway, so I resonated with them really, really well. yeah So, you know, the advice I give to anyone that's kind of getting started or just really looking like, how do you take that to the next level? Find that person that you connect with really well. See like, you know, and dude, do your due diligence, you know, Mm -hmm. do they have a legit background? What does it look like? You know, what are the testimonials from other people? Is that something like I'd be excited about that if I were going to go all in and dedicate myself to doing this thing and seeing it all the way through, you know, would I would that jazz me up? Would I wanna take this? Would I wanna run with it? And if that's the case, be willing to invest in yourself. You know, so many times we, we invest into more material things and the one thing that can make any material thing possible is up here and the yes. only time we tend to invest in it is because we're in this regimented school system that says, okay, you go to kindergarten, middle mm-hmm. school, high school, college, maybe get your master's, go for a PhD, and you'll change the world. But the second when it comes to a seminar that's, you know, a hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks or free, we don't go. Mm-hmm. Or there's a guy that's offering his program that could change your life. And it's like, you know, we'll we'll easily throw down on a college loan. Like, dude, I'm still sitting on college loans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can I turn around Yes, and say, yes, it, sir, it had some effect and stuff like that, but did it help my bottom line? Maybe more aware of some stuff for sure. But if I could like go take someone's program or work specifically with one-on-one to even like cut my learning curve,
1: mm-hmm.
0: damn straight I'm gonna invest in them because yeah, they've been yeah. there, done that, and like that's their sole focus. So I think never, never forgetting that it all starts up here and being able to invest in yourself continuously. Yeah. Even the best coaches, they have coaches.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You need need that.
0: And also I wanted wanted to share this one thing. So with this guy and I'm watching him and, you know, he throws out all these promos. He's like, guys, I'm going to stop doing like one-on-one coaching, you know, here shortly. But for those of you that want to take us up on it, take me up on it, I'm going to give you guys one last chance to do so. And I was like, all right, you know, I I definitely want to gain some traction. I want to get out of what I'm doing. And, you know, like, let's just see what that looks like. So I click on the link. Link pulls up on the page, does the whole download thing and super basic. It's like, I have like one of two options, you know, either like, you know, some like daily check-ins, blah, blah, blah. And then I scroll down and I see like, okay, the one-on-one package, you get like six or seven calls with me, you know, like an hour each, you know, yada, yada. And that was practically it. Mm $5,000. And so given this was the first time I was really starting to like dive into this whole investing in myself and yeah. like what am I willing to spend? And I remember I'm, I don't have my wallet next to me, but I'm sitting there and I'm pulling out all my cards and I'm looking at the price and I'm looking at my cards, and I'm, looking at and I'm looking at the price, and I'm looking at my bank account, I'm looking at the price, and dude, I'm just ping-ponging back and forth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this was another thing that hit me. I said, okay, how can I expect somebody to invest five thousand dollars in me if I'm not going to invest five thousand dollars in somebody else? And then I just becomes hypocritical. And if I, you know, mm-hmm. how can I expect someone to pay me $25,000 for my services if I don't pay them 25? How can I expect 1 million if I don't pay 1 million? So yeah. it's kind of that, you know, that universal give and take kind of concept. And so I'm looking at my cards and I'm like, Brendan, if you can't pull out your wallet, put this on a card and make this back, like just get out of the entrepreneur thing and just, you know, just call it a day. But yeah. something was calling me. So I got to the point, man, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to make a decision. And I've done that time and time again. And, Those calls I had with him, it allowed somebody outside of the picture frame to look Mm -hmm. at me from a 30,000 foot view who's who's had the success and then said, Brendan, you know, consider this or dude, he knew so many guys in the health and fitness like industry Mm -hmm. that I threw out a couple of things. He's like, dude, you may want to take this and tweak it. And a little shift this big got me out of, you know, not necessarily like leaps and bounds into where I wanted to get to, but it steered me in the right direction. And that was enough to keep me from going down the wrong path for a good considerable amount of time, simply because I was willing to make that investment. So that 5k that I did there ultimately may have saved me 50,000 down the line. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. And every single time, dude, there's somebody I want to connect with, get in the room, be present. I mean, like you said, dude, for me, 80% is just showing up and just showing up, just be there
1: because
0: you never know what one conversation will do. You never know what could spark. You never know somebody sees you and all of a sudden they hear what you do and it's like, dude, I gotta introduce you to all my other friends. Oh, you do this podcast? Man, you gotta hook up with this person. Then voila, magic just starts to happen. And it's happened so many times. Uh, it's, and that's why I'm a huge fan of it.
1: Man, I love that. Thank you so much, Brandon, for taking down the journey, sharing your origin story, keep, you know keeping us on the know. And what's keeping you motivated. And, and a lot of it is internal. A lot of it is what you see around you and surrounding ourselves with the right people is so important because they're going to influence where you spend your time, where you spend your money. Right. I was hanging out with cyclists and guess what they were talking about? Oh, did you check out this new gear? Or oh, did you check, <laughs> right? They're spending yeah. money on on cycling. So guess what, where my money started going? On cycling gear, on cycling, right? So yeah. it all comes down to who you hang out with and where you're gonna is going to influence where you're going to spend your money. And right. if you put good stuff in your head, all the good stuff comes out. So, dude, thank you so much. We're gonna take a quick break, and after the break, Brandon's gonna share three hacks to take away that you can implement in your life immediately. So hold on, and we'll be right back. I'm Junaid Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit HomestudioMastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Janaid, and we're speaking here with Brendan McCauley here on Hacks and Hobbies, learning his journey, motivations, and he's got three hacks to take away for you to implement in your life, in your business, so take it away brendan
0: let's do it all right so to kind of recap on what we were talking about before so three things first and foremost get a mentor get a coach somebody who has already walked the path that you want to walk <clears throat> and do not be afraid to invest in them so hands down do that first and foremost i promise the time it will save you uh the heartache the trouble the financial burden is going to be way worth it uh and the, you will get about tenfold back as long as you obviously vet them and choose the right person. That's the first one. Second one, get an automation system, something that's going to help you to scale. So, and when I say automation system, I'm not talking about just the tech side, but be willing to craft and create a foundation for yourself that allows you to run without you having to be there 24 seven. That could be something as simple as a virtual assistant to get you up and running, That could be an automated CRM that handles emails and follow ups and pipelines and things of that nature. But consider that. And even if you're just starting, I think kind of getting your hands on that uh, and understanding like what's out there is tremendously helpful because rather set a solid foundation from the beginning rather than waiting way longer down the road. Third piece, be known for one thing and do it really, really, really well. So when you walk into a room, it's not, hey... I'm a life coach and I'm a health coach and I can fix your relationships and I can do this. No, man. When you walk in, if somebody is on the other side of the room and they look to your friend and say, Hey, what is, who is that guy over there? Oh, that's Brendan. He's the challenge guy. Or Hey, that's Junaid. He's the, he's the podcast guy, you know, whatever that's going to be. So find that one thing and go all in on that thing and understand your clients deepest pain and biggest challenge and create an offer and craft an offer that sets you so apart from the rest of the competition. And with that, do not compete on price, compete Mm -hmm. on raising your value. Be known for one thing, price yourself at a higher valuable position. And that I think will shortcut so much of the nightmare that goes into, well, let me just give you my services for free, Mm -hmm. or hey, you know, sign up with me today and I'll discount you half price. Just be solid in what you do, present yourself with confidence. Uh, and I think if you do all three of those things, that'll put you in a really, really good position.
1: Man. I love every single one of those tips because it's going to be a night and day difference on you standing out from the competition on what you do. Right. And that's, that's beautiful. Like if you think about search, what do you think about? Think about Google. Mm -hmm. If you think about. Uh, give me another word, networking, probably Cisco or Juniper, I don't know. Um, If you think about iPhone or a smartphone, it's always most likely an iPhone because they have leveraged and positioned themselves in that space. So there's a ton of words out there that you can associate to yourself. Figure out what it is, find a mentor, make it happen. Thank you so much, Brendan.
0: Yeah, most welcome.
1: Awesome, Brendan. So We've had a really fun conversation. We can. I feel like we can keep going. There's so much. <laughs> I'm Sure, this can go
0: for another hour.
1: This, this can easily boring. go for another hour because there's so much value here. There's so much camaraderie, and you know we both understand the journey we've taken. Right, when you're on the same freeway, you feel the pain of what it is to be driving on four hundred five or uh, four hundred ninety five or whatever freeway you <laughs> might associate with. As opposed to you talking to somebody that's on a totally different freeway and they're like, What are you talking about? There's no traffic here. I'm I'm flying colors. I'm like, oh my god, you must be on a different planet altogether. So yeah. gotta get people that that have gone down the same road that you plan to untaken and it's gonna help you in the long run. All right, let's yeah. jump in to the sixth question I love to ask my guests. Hit me. Right, number one, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into?
0: Ooh, that I wish I got into. <sighs> motorcycle racing.
1: Oh, yes, I would love to do motorcycle racing too. So whenever you get that electric Harley Davidson, I think there's a name for it.
0: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm more of a, a crotch rocket uh, Japanese bike kind of guy.
1: Mm. Well, the Harley Davidson electric bike is pretty, it's pretty f- swift and fast. I think. All
0: right. Well, I, I will add it to my uh, my reading add list. to your
1: list. Later. All right. Sweet. <laughs> What did you want to be when you were a child?
0: You know, funny enough, I never, I never really had anything specific. Like I want to be like a firefighter or a lawyer Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, you know, in terms of what I wanted to be, I wouldn't say it was so much a profession as -hmm. much as it was just to be a, a loving, caring kind of guy. Okay. And just serve and and help others as in some form or fashion. That's what I knew.
1: I love it. What is your favorite movie or TV show?
0: So we just watched Stranger Things, okay, on Netflix, which was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. I uh, used to be Top Gun, and then when the new Top Gun came out, mm-hmm. that one was absolutely wicked. So uh, for the sake of this, I'll say the new Top Gun.
1: The new Top Gun. We're gonna go see it tomorrow with my wife. Super excited for that.
0: Great movie. Great movie. Yes.
1: All right. Next question: What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it?
0: Ooh i got to play a character i think either a jason bourne Mm -hmm. or like a 007 that'd be pretty cool
1: 007 so jason bourne is pretty you know it's matt damon's role but james bond there's been a mint so would you do craig
0: craig Craig
1: daniels would you do craig daniels or would you do pierce brosnan
0: oh that's a tough call um (laughs) Maybe I'll do a nice little blend of the a two. little blend of the two, no, a Brendan style. Make it, make it my own thing.
1: Hell yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Next question: Who is your favorite superhero? <clears throat> Ooh, superhero.
0: I don't know, man. Superman's
1: pretty cool. Superman is absolutely cool. A man from a different world.
0: Oh, oh! You know what? No, I take that back. Okay. Iron Man.
1: Oh my God, Iron Man is my favorite as well.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Freaking amazing! All right, last question: If you were a board game, what would it be?
0: Mm. Monopoly.
1: Monopoly, I love it. Hey man, gotta keep the entrepreneur
0: thing happening. Gotta
1: do it. Gotta keep the entrepreneur thing, man. That's what. That's what you got. You know, my son was telling me last night, Dad well, how come we don't have Monopoly? We need to get Monopoly. So I'm looking up on Amazon, I was like, how about the Star Wars version?
0: Oh, we got that, we got a couple. You got the
1: Star Wars version, oh my God. It's like, be the empire, you know? (laughs)
0: Well, it's cool too. So we also have a Nintendo Switch, so you can actually play it virtually on there. Oh my God! We started doing that because we have cats, and our cats like to come on the Monopoly game. Sure. We let it out because you know that turns into like a, a three-day event. It's a
1: three-day event, yeah. Start
0: swapping, you know, all the things off the board and everything. Like, all right, that's it. We're just gonna do a digital. We'll just close it down, bring it back up. So, something to something to try.
1: Oh my God, I'm gonna check that one out. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much, Brendan, for your time. It was really fun talking with you. I look forward to, you know, keeping connection with you. And uh, thanks again, man.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, I hope your audience got some massive takeaways. And I appreciate what you do with this podcast, dude. You do a fantastic job.
1: Well, thank you so much. I have a great one.